This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the great wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are desperately fighting to free Reginald from the goo's control. Butthole is being lashed with acid while desperately maintaining his hammer field. Quinny used his medallion to encourage Reginald in his mind fight, and Echo stabbed Butthole free from the goo's grasp. Can they inspire their favorite coward to save them all? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Reginald, a giant tidal wave of uh, teeth and fangs and claws uh, made out of a uh, a goo that was once a comforting goo, but is now truly a, a terror goo, um, sort of rises up uh, before you. You're... Standing on the ramparts of your father's castle uh, that you have erected in your mind um, as the the uh, booming bass tone of, of Quinny Brown Barrow encouragement and minor veiled threats uh, kind of echoes throughout. Um, not so much like your mind palace, but more like a, a mind battlefield um, mm-hmm. as you you stand uh, against uh, the the substance. Um you have armored yourself up like uh in my head it's just the like the 90s super shredder action figure where it's just like a super beefy shredder with just lots of fucking saw blades and spikes and and extra extra pointy bits uh like you're you're going into the WWE ring um uh because you you have loudly declared that you're going to kick this thing's ass so it's your it's your initiative how do you attempt to uh kick this thing's ass in your mind <laughs> Yeah, so after hearing Quinny's words of encouragement, Reginald is super pumped, so he's standing at the at the, the wall of the fortress, ready to face off, and, and he just hears the clanking of boots. And as he looks left and right, he just sees other Reginalds. He's just summoning an army <laughs> of Reginalds to face this beast that are all dressed the same as him, and he's like, all right, all of you, here's the deal. If one of us makes it out of this alive because we're all the same... Then we all make it out of here alive. Yeah. 
who wants to live forever? And they're all like, me! <laughs> Just universally, <laughs> hundreds of voices. Hey, you two, you gotta stop kissing. And like, but it's the last, it could be our last night on Earth. And he's like, okay, every Reginald kiss one other Reginald, make this fine. So they, they all kiss one another. And oh, wow. he's, he's very glad he doesn't have a therapist because he's worried about the conclusions they would draw from this, but it still yep. kind of soothes him a little bit. Then they just raise up mental catapults, and it's just dozens of Reginalds all working together. Uh, And Reginalds climb into the catapults because he's not that creative with their flaming hammers and just are launched out as like a a long-range weapon. Uh, And they are charging themselves up. So he would like to use one of his powers, Tom, to attack this creature inside his mind. Uh, and he would like to uh, use his his crimson right to tag it with a brand of castigation, which is part of his hunting tools to take on a monster. So he has to he has to hit it and then injure it with a right. So he's taking his shot if he can. I don't know sure. how the hell this works because we're in a mind fight. Do not throw away your shot. Uh, use your milk your solid form man cannon and just get get those guys up there hmm. um all right so um ryan we're just gonna treat this like even though we're you've you've described it in very like grand epic uh you know uh epic battle simulator style like i'm gonna throw a hundred reginalds at the giant tidal wave of nightmare monster um just still roll it like a normal attack uh, yeah it's, it's it's flavor stats. but it's a 1v1 fight that makes sense to me yeah. but it's at that scale Great. Okay. So first, he's using his Hemocraft, so he voluntarily takes damage to power his magic. Great. He rolled the smallest number possible, which is very Reginald for like, <laughs> I have to use blood magic for this. Nicks his pinky. <laughs> <laughs> Tooled up. I'm going to floss. There it is. Okay. Right. <laughs> Brushes his teeth too hard and is in his 30s. <laughs> I feel seen and attacked. And also educated, so, I think. Logically, he can add uh, lightning, fire, or psychic damage. This is a mind fight, so it's got to be psychic. There's no way he could add anything else. Uh, and there's just like one central version of him. And I feel like whenever one fly, like flies into the cloud or whatever, it just his mind snaps back into a different Reginald. So he's like every heroic version of this. Uh, so like to imagine him. for the brand that's not like one of them burning the brand in. It's that you launched the sigil of the brand from all the catapults. Uh, in a wild, like like when V spent a full day in V for Vendetta setting up a V to knock over in Domino's, or when the Punisher only blew up <laughs> Punisher skull cars in the fucking Punisher movie to piss off car lot owner John Travolta. You've really put a lot of time and effort into making sure this brand hits this kaiju yeah, wave. All, all the Reginalds of the sky are holding hands to make it out of yeah, like a yeah, shape exactly. of them in the air. Oh, hands I across evil goo. That is a 23 to hit. Uh, yes, that will hit. Great. He gets two attacks per action, so we'll see what the second attack. And he's going to use some inspiration from Quinny for that shit. There we go. That's a little bit better. That is a 17 for the second one. Um, I mean, yes, but you get the sense that... Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Ish counts, he yells as he flies <laughs> through the air towards the monster. Uh, all right, so he is going to do from the first strike. Are we using the same hammer rules, just assuming he has a mental version of his usual hammer, Tom, yes. or what weapon? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I basically just mechanically, so you know, I have a separate stat block for what you're fighting inside your head as opposed to what mm. they're fighting outside. Um, but I'm treating it, yeah, basically as like, 
it's a giant wave and can transform into different things. You are an army of Reginalds. Still use your stats as as is, and we'll just understand that it's not like I hit him once with my little hammer and like knocked a fist sized splash out of him and that killed him. It's like no, this is grand scale combat. That makes a lot of sense. So I'm imagining we'll just roll all these damage types into psychic uh, as opposed to splitting it up. Uh, so the first hit does a total of 17 damage. Okay. And the second does. Does 22 damage. Uh, and the goo has now been injured by a right with a brand seared into it. So he has a bunch of things now that he's branded this. So he always knows the direction that it's in because that's got to be really confusing with the wall. But I mean, it helps yep. him know just, just a certain kind of north. Uh, each time they deal damage to me or a creature I can see within five feet of me, the branded creature suffers psychic damage. Uh, it cannot dash. The brand ends any illusion it is using to disguise itself, uh, including invisibility and the cannot benefit from them. Uh, if it is polymorphed or changed shape, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or revert to its true form and be stunned until the end of its next turn. Uh, and if it attempts to play more of a shame change, it can screw them up. Uh, and if it decides to flee the, the plane, uh, it also can get hurt. Uh, and it lasts until I, I dispel it. So Great. fuck this thing. Hmm. So I think then for flavor's sake, since it's like an ongoing thing, it's not like, you know, the Reginald sear into it and then fall away. <laughs> They're all just hanging on, burning <laughs> it constantly with their hammers. So it's just like as this thing moves, just a giant sigil uh, of of hand holding uh, Reginald. What does the uh, what does the mark look like? Uh, this mark is just a, a giant. It's like it's like a crude children's drawing of what you see is Reginald's grinning face. And then two hands given middle fingers on either side of it right into this thing's brain. In real life, it's got to be like something occult, but this is inside <laughs> its mind. So it's just his general fury. Yeah. Whenever I hear uh, like any sort of brand or sigil, I only think of the Berserk logo. So like that's kind of where my head's <laughs> at, but I'm just adding middle fingers off the edges of it now. Um, okay. Fantastic. So um, that is a, a wise play on a giant non- shaped creature uh mm -hmm. that's gonna be an interesting while surrounded time. closely by friends it now is mm -hmm. in danger if it hurts mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well <laughs> let's see how that goes for him okay um bring us out of your your mind um to the uh to oh wait no hang on oops sorry it's been a hot second and i reordered them where are they properly ordered there we go Okay, uh, Reginald, you're at the bottom of the order, uh, which seems fitting. So we jump to the uh, to the uh, tendrils that have uh, emerged mm -hmm. from the corpses. Uh, they're getting their first turn. Unfortunately, they are going to start wandering. They've got to go through Echo, um, but uh, they really want to get to that field of tiny golden buttholes. Um, they just want it. They want it so bad. I was going to um, say, Echo's inside the field, right? So they got to get tagged on their way to Oh, Echo. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. Yay! Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that they're not stuck. Like, uh, Echo is like the gas station pit stop en route to where they want to go. <laughs> not that they're like, right. you. Um, so they they start lurching forward. Um, and um, they kind of, uh, as with the creatures you've seen to this point, uh, their movement is highly sporadic. And it's almost um, like, a, like a bouncing liquid. 
Uh, like Ooh. it kind of like leaps, like like shoots up like a little geyser. Like flubber? Uh, yeah, a little bit like flubber, but it's not bouncing. Like it does <laughs> pull um, and then kind of pulls back into itself and, and lurches forward. Okay. How um, dare you? make this shit that's trying to kill us sound charming. <laughs> okay, I think you gotta, you gotta add a little bit of like the tendrils from The Last of Us and a little bit of venom in there and then... Admittedly yeah, okay. also like the Robin Williams Flenum. flubber was was pretty malicious. Like it it was up to some shit. It wasn't all just like booty bouncing dance. There's a lot that's of that. That's all I remember. Like, yeah, uh, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was some malicious... Yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember the plot of the Robin Williams movie. <laughs> Yeah. I basically. I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Actually, <laughs> I think yeah. I'm picturing the mucus from the commercials for like cold medication. Is the <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yes. Yeah. You're also not wrong. These are all. I, I, I'm, I actually, have I'm actually I'm actually them uh, mostly like the tentacles uh, from the uh, big boss in the water temple from Ocarina of Time. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. So there you go, dear listeners. There are several different mental pictures, yeah. but you know what? Yours is the correct one. Um, until we publish an art book and then go fuck yourself. <laughs> you have beards or something that you did Del's, expect. Dell's going to draw Flubber. Anyways, let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> just like the, the deepest sigh, shoulder down, like, I don't know. Here you go. New logo. Um, all right. So um, the uh, Flubber, Venom, Mucus, Water Temple, Tentacle bearded creatures leap forward um and uh they are going to enter the field as they they do have to again kind of like slash their way past um uh echo so uh echo you kind of have a moment like your jet lee and hero where you turn and you just see these things arc towards you um darkening the sky um and turning to uh, almost like lances as they mm-hmm. they you know arc down um however um, they are in no way sentient uh, enough to understand that uh, the the tiny golden bottles flying around are a threat. <laughs> so in into the field they go. Great. They need to make a wisdom saving throw. DC 18. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I bothered to roll. Like, it would have taken a very significant roll. That is 27 radiant damage. Hmm. So um, as they, they leap, um, uh, Echo, you just kind of like turn in your chair and just like glower at them. And as you glower, they just get like pummeled apart. Um, and it's just like watching mud get splattered by uh, like a, a car a tire driving through it. They just get annihilated in this wave of, of tiny buttholes. Um Maybe it was your glower power. I don't know, but either way, they are they are they do not make it through. Uh, do you say anything uh, yeah. to these things as you watch yeah. them? Yeah, Echo them just go? says, "Why do you keep trying, Goo? Don't you know we're just gonna kill you?" It's like the bleakest version of "Live, Laugh, Love" I've ever <laughs> yeah. heard. Um, In cool. the distance, the Goo just goes flub flub. Yep. <laughs> Just dances a little tango, two little chubby. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the Senate droids from Episode One are just around for some reason because that robot was the goddamn same. Um, oh, yeah. I have watched that film a few too many times uh, and never <laughs> truly enjoyed it. Um, all right, so um, that was the tendrils. Uh, that brings us to the top of the round, uh, Queenie Brownbarrow. Uh, is there any noticeable difference out here in the real world uh, if I'm looking at Reginald to see if what I'm doing is making any kind of difference with his battle of wills? 
Um, you see a, a like a ripple travel across the um, the surface of the uh, the goo that has encapsulated him, uh, and I think that would probably be enough, Quinny. You've <laughs> you've tangled with enough like weirdness to this effect um, to to kind of I think understand that you're having an effect of of some sort. Um, yeah. All right, then I better keep going. Uh, maintaining, you know, physical contact, uh, doing a little bit of keep away where I'm just basically finding new real estate all over Reginald's armor where this uh, goop hasn't uh, <laughs> been able to grab me yet. You've mentioned this as hand boning before. Is there a yeah. specific song or beat that you are playing while you do this? Um, oh, my God. Yeah, there is. It's a deep cut, and it's just for my dad. Uh, I think it's called, <laughs> I think it's called Foggy Mountain or something like that. It's a fucking bluegrass song <laughs> where the banjo is just going completely ape shit. Yeah, Foggy Mountain Top or something like that. Look it up. Yeah, I am hand boning to Foggy Mountain Top or something like that. Yeah, I hope yeah. the name, the full name of the song is Foggy Mountain Top or something like that. It's it is Foggy Mountain Top, and it's by the just the fucking most bluegrass sounding name or something like Earl Scruggs. I think is his name. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I foggy uh, I, mountain breakdown, flat yeah, and scrubs. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Great. So, you know, it, the spite's it, getting weird inside his head now that that's the soundtrack. I'm telling you that for sure. Tops the charts and our hearts, you know. Um, yeah. So when he can't help where he's from, you know what I mean? He's still just a farm boy, whether he likes it or not. I mean, I did call that our Quintry Roads in my head, so like it's fair. This is the soundtrack. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums. 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. So, Quinny, uh, I'm going to need a dex save before we go any further. Oh, natural one. Let's reroll that with lucky. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you lucky? Is that a thing that, that halflings can do? It's never come up on this where show. Are, where are you, Quinny? Right now, let's say I'm working the left inner thigh. <laughs> we're all Jesus. engaged with, with Jesus the Jesus Christ. We're all engaged. Okay, add three to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so I rolled an 11 on the re-roll, plus 3 for 14, plus uh, deck save. Yeah, it's going to be a 24. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that 3. How else would you have managed, my goodness, with your tiny itty-bitty baby roll? God damn it. All right. Um, we've got to stop giving you guys inspiration, too. I feel like I'm just like... That was my other ace in the hole. Is if yeah, yeah after after lucky, I would have gone for inspiration if the I roll was not satisfactory. Look, Tom, no, you don't. I only have one left. 
And knowing most, where we started. I was gonna say, most of us aren't lucky, lot. Tom. Don't don't punish yeah. us for Quinny's hubris. <laughs> hubris? <laughs> he, taps he, picks, he picks a fight with every god we've ever met, including you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, and at least Tyler doesn't take the fight. I was going to say, does that mean Laura's a halfling? <laughs> no, because she's not that lucky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's lovely I answer. pay for my hubris constantly. <laughs> like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like a full-sized adult. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, uh, yeah, your fucking 20 million, whatever the shit is, is fine. <laughs> Um, so you continue to, to handbone. Um, you, you find yourself, uh, sort of like, did we establish last time, uh, Quinny, that you were actually able to see inside or are you just like talking to him as you handbone? No, it's one way. It's he's, I've, I've pressed the medallion into his hand so that he right, receives right, 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 right. the encouraging words from me. I don't get anything from him, which is why I need to be able to suss out on I, the yes, outside yes, 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 if this you. is doing anything. Yeah. Yep, gotcha. Okie dokie. Um, so yes, uh, you, you're still evading uh, the, the substance. Uh, what, do you, what do you say to, to Reginald? Uh, uh, I say, uh, um, I, 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 I can see it out here. Reginald, you're doing it. Keep doing it. We're fighting for you out here. And inside his brain, Reginald gets clever and realizes he doesn't have to launch Reginald's. He can launch Quinny's. Uh, and you just see Reginald's hauling Quinny's out of cages <laughs> and then strapping dynamite to them and launching them We were in cages? <laughs> Not before this idea started, but now. That, I mean, he, he, know, he only knows the horde. So, you know. Um, right. what, uh, what are the Quinny's yelling, uh, Tyler? Keeping in mind that these are generated by Reginald's head. So what yeah. does Reginald imagine Quinny would yell being launched out of these catapults with dynamite See, strapped to him. He is also hearing the music you were playing, which is now playing through the whole scene. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I deserve this, but maybe with the bluegrass, it'll be something like um, just, yeah! <laughs> just riding the nuke a la Dr. Strange Love. I like that a lot. All right, so we've got a mix of I deserve this and yeah is going on. <laughs> Um, it, at this point, it just sounds like a game of worms, uh, just like, yeah. you know, adorable little voices yelling things <laughs> as, uh, as the, the queenies get launched. So, um, Tyler, can you roll me a, uh, a persuasion using my stats? Yeah, this is this is to see what benefit you're giving Reginald. Uh, okay. From your, your actions here, other than just like a nicer mental image for him. Okay, uh, so if we're using my stats, uh, I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> okay, so what does that add up to, Tyler? If you want my stats, uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, that was uh, Persuasion? Yeah. 23. <laughs> <laughs> See, that one does make me feel better. That one, yeah. that's just really lucky. All right, so um, Ryan, I'll let you add a, uh, a d6 to each damage roll. Um, oh, from cool. your your dynamite quinnies, um, he's he's inspired you not in the way that he intended, um, but that you have found more useful <laughs> with his nat twenty. Yeehaw! I deserve this dynamite quinnies. There's a lot of fun <laughs> things happening inside <laughs> Reginald's brain. If it uh, weren't for the constant threat of them dissolving his soul, this would be a good time. <laughs> You know, the tale is old as time, honestly. Um, 
All right. Uh, so, Quinny, uh, this is one of the rare instances where you won't just, like, disengage and hide or whatever the shit. So, you're stuck there, hand-blowing away, bringing us to Echo. Yeah. Uh, so, are the... Is the goo stuff, the little tendrils, are they in, or were they kind of rebuffed by... Hammer. I think they were full on The vaporized. two that jumped forwards were They were, they were obliterated. Dead. Okay. Um... How's Reginald looking? Is he... Covered in goo. Yeah. yeah. In you, goo. you can't see any of him beyond um, the hand boning. I should also say I fucked up the initiative order, so this won't be your order in the future, but it is for <laughs> right now, so enjoy your early initiative. That's okay. Jump to whose initiative it is. Turn, no, no, no. Okay. You're looking at Reginald. It's, it's all you. Okay. You see, you did get lucky, you wonderful halfling you. Echo, also tiny. See, it's a there tiny thing. There it is. Thing. There it is. Oh, I have so. The gods favor children or those who look like children. The gods are far away. <laughs> gods have no depth perception. Is this what you're saying? <laughs> like, well, I mean, if you're in the sky and you're looking down, you're like, eh, dots. That's a slightly smaller dot. Probably a kid. Can't I don't want to be do wrong. do magic eyes. Can't figure out which one is lucky. You know, just god problems. The god of binoculars always gets it right, but the rest of fucking up constantly. Damn you, yeah. Oculus. Damn you. <laughs> so all Oculus, we, all we really got in here is Reginald and the goo. Well, how's uh, buttholes here too? Buttholes. Yeah, I know, I know, but I mean, like, there's no nothing else to fight. Well, I mean, there oh. are there are two uh, other tendrils in the room. I think that haven't made the made it into the the blast zone yet. Yeah, no, the four the I'm like the, the tendrils situation is currently so, like sorted, I believe. Uh, but nice. there are a lot more hosts bringing in more tendril as we speak. So if you're not finding any love in the immediate f- battlefield, like. Similar to what Quinny did to blow up one of the entrances, uh, there are other options because uh, basically, like these things are going to keep keep arriving. But you know, Echo also doesn't necessarily care about that. She's made very clear that the goo should just give up and have I don't know, like nihilistic thoughts. Yeah, about its I place think Echo is going to is she <laughs> going to make slashing motions across like the surface of Reginald to like hit the goo. But like, not like deal him a deadly blow. The so surface like, of Reginald is also called his skin, right? That's <laughs> that's everyone's surface. Well, technically, he's wearing clothes, so there is okay, a surface yeah. of like armor between him and But he's like kind of there's but there's goo all over him too, right? Or is you're it goo tr- within him? You're, you're trying to like shave off exterior. There goo. is evil within him as well. It, it went Got into it. his eyes, nose, and, yeah. and other orifices. Um, but in terms of like what you're seeing on the outside, so like. The goo has coated his body. Um, yeah. You can, if I'm understanding what you, your intent, um, Laura, you're trying to like get some of the goo off him or just hit the goo but not hit him. The problem is like it is such a thin coat that like you, yeah. you can't, unless you walk up, place the blade against him and then just like lean in slightly like you're trying to mark the top of a, oh. a pastry, then <laughs> Laura, sure. But. Laura, Laura, do you have stress? Uh, no, I don't. I never <laughs> marked any stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah you do. I'm just saying. You know, maybe know Echo has a cheese grater and can just get in there and just. <laughs> why the fuck would Echo have a cheese? Oh, actually, you know tattoos. what? Maybe I don't want to know. There are a lot of people that could be storing different items inside a wheelchair. <laughs> is all I'm saying. 
Okay, well, it's a Lord, sheer do you want to spend your stress on a fucking cheese grater and then somehow justify why Sheriff Moss has a cheese grater just at hand? I mean, Sheriff Moss wouldn't have a cheese grater, but Grandpa Warwick definitely would have. <laughs> okay, all right, you see, this it's, is... This it's, is... Just, it's this one thing, like, he loves his cheese so much, but he doesn't, like, have, like, the strength. Like, he's really close to losing his teeth. And so he can't bite through cheese. And so his wife always packed a cheese grater with him. Wait, so he has a wife? He did. <laughs> oh my god, what? Okay, all right. Juniper has lived now a life, you guys. In my brain, the idea of an item that's just referred to as Grandpa Warwick's plus one cheese grater. <laughs> yeah. Also just implies that, like, Maybe Juniper as Grandpa Warwick lived a full life somewhere at some point, just like Steve Rogers here, in the past. So here's or the is thing. his wife deeper in there and we just no. haven't met her yet? Here's the thing is that changelings in their societies can actually share personas. So people can okay. actually take on similar personas. So like amongst all of the many uses of the persona of Grandpa Warwick, oh, he's lived okay. a full life. Holy right. shit. All right. I like that a lot. Okay, so, um, so do you I hand off that... Warwick with the cheese grater then, or is it like, oh no, this one doesn't have a cheese grater? He no, serves if no you, purpose. No, if you if you ever like take on Grandpa, like you have to get a cheese grater. Yeah, you, but if I understand correctly, Laura, it's not like all of us could be Grandpa Warwick. There is the Grandpa mm-hmm. Warwick persona is like handed from person to person. Yeah. No, you could be Grandpa Warwick, like. Oh, okay. But you time. have to have the cheese grater. So what yeah. is? I think uh, I will give this to you for. I was going to make it five stress because it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But now you've given it a fucking up backstory, <laughs> so I kind of can't. Um, so I'll give it to you for three. Okay. But it's got to be named after your dead wife. So what's the cheese grater's <laughs> name? And is she dead? Um, she. I don't think she's dead. I think she just left him. Oh shit! Well, then, is it named after her, or or is it named something yeah, about? Yeah, but I think, I, think, still named I think dead wife, I think though. he can't remember, and so to her, to him, mm. he's, she's dead. Mm, okay, <laughs> so wow, he thinks is... she's dead, but he's actually just an old man who got divorced. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he just killed. has dementia. Yeah. So the cheese grater's kill. name is Grandma Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it, Laura! You get that one for two. Um, okay, God so damn. you have Grandma Warwick, the <laughs> cheese grater of destiny, um, hidden. I assume, like at this point, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Gus Chiggins, the like uh, panhandler Will Ferrell character from SNL. <laughs> I'm imagining like the cheese grater is just like one of the many th- that there is, like you know, pots and pans and like actual useful. Yeah. roughing at things that like particularly juniper would would know to have but there's always just the cheese grater it just hang in there um yep. and uh now is it's is it's time um laura what, what kind of cheese grater are we dealing with here is it like a like a, a long handled one is it like the classic cowbell shape like what are we dealing with um it's that yeah it's that kind of vaguely pyramidal four sides Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With like a oh, yeah. rectangular base with like a yep. handle on top. That's that's my kind of cheese grater. Yeah, yeah. I get that. All Dare right, I ask, does Echo wield it, or does this summon forth Grandpa Warwick the moment he touches Grandma? Uh, it's like Gra- Grandpa Warwick starts to emerge the second, <laughs> okay. and Echo's just like, 
you, no, you stay, no, this is not for you, you stay there. <laughs> like, Echo is very aware that Grandpa Warwick is a liability in the fight. <laughs> uh, Laura, can it's you not your D6? time, old man. <laughs> roll what? A d6. Tom. Four. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you have your brief, like, Hulk out moment, but instead of, like, the Hulk appearing be like, Hulk, no, come out. It's just grab a Warwick. Be like, whoa! <laughs> um, and uh, Echo, you you force him back in and uh, you you grab hold of, of the cheese grater, which again is very concerning in the hands of Echo just <laughs> all around. Um, so you're going to go to work on trying to remove um, remove like goo from yeah. uh, from from Reginald. Um. Just okay. with your fast little hands, just like, ah! <laughs> I'm sorry, like, what? <laughs> yeah, can we get that one more time? There it is. Yeah, thank you. Go, yeah. All right. Um, Laura, give me a, uh, I think we're going to go with a sleight of hand then. Similar to what Quinny's dealing with, with the hand boning. This is really a, like, trying to get around the tendrils that are, like, whipping yeah. and snapping at you as you, you, you grate away. Okay. Inspiration. <laughs> 18. 18. Okay. Um, so we'll say that uh, that will pass uh, advantage to Reginald's next sort of series of actions. Sweet. Um, Love and it. And Brian, you can, I'll let you, you can basically treat it like a temporary uh, inspiration. So it's not that it has to be on your first roll. You just need to use it in the next. Yeah. It'll get used in the turn somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. As, as Echo begins to just like, Carve goo away like tiny buttholes, just flying by, gulping it up, pooping it out, like just <laughs> destroying it as as Jesus. they go. Um, but uh, making sure that Are the uh, little buttholes like purifying it. Yeah, it, it gets pooped out as little pieces of solid gold. Like there's just <laughs> it's just gold falls out of them, and then <laughs> just the if, Mario coin every time. Yeah, if if Quinny looks to the ground, the gold immediately turns to shit the moment it touches the ground. Like oh, there's okay. no value here. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how Reginald stops it. getting help from Quiddy. Yeah. <laughs> just the last thing he hears, like from the booming voice in the heavens of his mind palace, is like, "Oh, hang on a second, I gotta get something." <laughs> <laughs> Season one, Quiddy's here. He's entered the chat. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so, Echo, that is your turn. Um, that will bring <laughs> us back into actual initiative order, uh, which is the the substance. Uh, so it is going to go ahead uh, first on the outside, then on the inside. So on the outside, um, Echo, you're right there now. Uh, you're engaged with it, so it is going yeah. to attack you. That's fair. It will need uh, to make a wisdom save because it's in the hammers. Uh, it succeeds. Great. So it takes half damage, but let's see what that is. It'll be regular damage. Yeah, so it'll take 19 radiant damage, which will just be 19 this time. Ryan, did you do the math already, or should I do the math? Oh, I mean, theoretically, it would get doubled if it was radiant, but they passed the save, so we get cut in half, so it'll just be a clean 19. No, nothing will change. I mean, if. It's a big if. If it was doing double damage. Purely hypothetical. Yeah. In a world. Um, great. Okay. So, yeah, it's still just getting pummeled, uh, pummeled away. Um, but then it uh, it goes after uh, Echo. Cool. Uh, Echo, what's your AC? My AC is... Uh, uh, 
21. 21, okay. And I do have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. I don't know if that means anything. It won't for this particular... Does it change shape to attack? Um, so tendrils are coming off it to attack. I'm going to make the case that your brand will work very well internally because it's just an ocean and has no form out here. I would venture that the tendrils kind of count as its true form. Would yeah, my... that would make sense to me because it's not trying to become something else. No, it's just like it's facets of it itself. Whereas inside the brain, because it can't form a mental image of itself, that's going to be a real trick. Real problem for it. Because uh, since it has no prime shape, I think it just gets fucked every time it tries to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be the way of it. Um, okay. So um, so that's uh, it takes three attacks uh, against you, Echo. Um, <laughs> it will hit with two. All right. Um, oh, yeah. I only have the 1d8, so this is going to take a second. I mean, what? Oh, no. Don't worry about it. What? <laughs> Okay, so uh, that is uh, 40 points of damage, <gasps> um, and uh, you are grappled uh, as it begins God to damn. just claw, like, as it's, like, tendrils smack against you, just starts wrapping around your, yep. as you're, you're, you're grating, you're still, like, forcing the grater down with your, like, tiny, ropey, fucking, like, Wednesday Adam arms, but <laughs> it's, it's wrapping around those, okay. um, and, like, you, you know, you feel the chair get pulled forward as it starts to like intertwine with the spokes. Ooh, don't um, like that. And, and generally uh generally just get get up in up in your business. Um meanwhile inside uh the uh the 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 mental battlefield uh it is going to attempt to attack, but Ryan, I'm going to let you do all your shit first because uh in order to attack it has to pick a form and that will trigger everything you've got. Okay. <laughs> So I'm assuming my attacks will come later, but for what this does. Okay. Uh, if it is polymorphed or changing shape, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. It does not. Okay. They are stunned until the end of my next turn and can do nothing. <laughs> nice. Very nice. So blam, those Reginalds, the qu exploding Quinnies are hurling into it and the Reginalds are just, just pounding away. Now they're rhythmically playing along with the hamboning that they're hearing in the head. So like all the hammers from the sigil are still hanging on, just pounding away. Yeah, the the like the wall of wave is just like trembling and slightly receding as as the the many Reginalds uh, continue their like cool vertical surf dance. Um, <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, so that is that, uh, and then I got to roll for. All right. Um, oh, also, I added Reginald's damage to his body because he also would have been hit by hammers, so I'm not cheating. It's been taken off his sheet. Oh, cool. Okay, great. Um, okay, so that is uh, three new uh, tendril creatures spawn um, at the outside of the, uh, the arena and begin their, their splooshy jumps towards you. Blub, what blub, will happen blub, blub. to them when they arrive? <laughs> bad things. We've learned bad things. Uh, okay. Um, that brings us to Butthole. Okay. Butthole is going to summon his holy power, and he is going to reach out to tag 
Reginald's, uh, just, just tag a, a piece of Reginald's skin from where Quinny is also ham boning. Uh, and he is going <laughs> to try to cast light, uh, which is a cantrip that clerics can cast. So if the creature wants to avoid this, they need to succeed on a dexterity saving throw, DC 18, for the tendril monster. I got a seven, and that is with stuff added. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, until the spell ends, the object sheds bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for another 20-foot radius. So if this goo doesn't like being lit up, I hope it likes the fact that Reginald's armor is now just a fucking full-body <laughs> flashlight. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this will also last for an hour. So. <laughs> nice, amazing, uh, cool. So, in response to that, um, Quinny, Butthole, and Echo, I'm gonna need a con save. Okay. And Echo, yours is going to be at disadvantage because okay. you are grappled. Cool. Everyone else can add three to theirs. I'm going to spend my one inspiration. Echo got 13. Okay. Butthole will spend his inspiration. He gets a 23. Okay. Quinny got 14. 14. Okay. Um, so, Butthole, you... Um, I, I'm curious. What, uh, what skin do you think you touch on, on Reggie? Because uh, Quinny's uh, like hand boning like armor mostly, so do you like how how do you get in there? What do you yeah. do? Yeah, I think okay. Technically, it says object, so I probably can't tag Reginald's skin, right? I would have to tag his armor if it's an object. Oh, spell, that's or fine. Would you that's let me cheat and tag. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll do that. So then, can yeah. I? I have an ability called Dark One's Own Luck. I use it before I know the result of a save or an ability check. Oh, you're lucky I'm still talking. Then uh, yes, I, I know I cut it close. I am okay That's to roll. Not, okay, I'm just adding look, a D10 to my result. Having been the dark one who gave that to you, and then <laughs> his mom who gave it back to you, I kind of have to let you. Okay, so plus four. So now it's 18. Okay. Um, I think from what we've heard, Quinny is hand boning around, and we heard a very specific uh, inner thigh. We did hear inner thigh, so yes. I think butthole <laughs> just channels... Some of that that brotherly knockabout energy that you know they had in the Greywater Syndicate, and he just reaches out and just flicks Reginald <laughs> right on the crotch of his armor, just right on the dick, just with a <laughs> fingertip, just like ting, and that's where the the magic the magic goes. Yeah, I mean, like again, I I wish I could argue this logic like the cheese grater or literally anything that happens on this show, but fucking that does kind of make sense. So sure, you know, flick him in the dick, and light comes out of his armor. Um, <laughs> you know, just as Gary Gygax intended. Um, so uh, the the armor um, begins to to glow. I assume Ryan, it's the the gold, uh, the sort of yeah, like butt yeah, hammer it's, gold. It's just yeah, that like yellow white light. Yeah. Um, so uh, the armor begins to shine. Uh, it's you know a little bit like uh, the, the beast's transformation, where it's just like light begins to, like blast out um, of of Reginald. Um, inside, uh, Ryan, I'm curious what you think this looks like. Cause we've established like the wave is being beaten back, but then like, this is a different, this is a whole different thing. So like what, how does this golden light manifest inside Reginald's head? Do you think? 
Uh, oh, man. I think the the he's the, the a mountaintop has appeared to the left of the smoke that has just been sp- like brought about by the the foggy mountaintop song just subconsciously <laughs> summoning a mountain for him and he just looks up from the wall of the battle and the theme from Lord of the Rings Helm's Deep just starts playing and he just sees a golden butthole with a whole army of Quinnies behind it. And like one Echo who is just stabbing Quinnies left and right. Like any Quinnies near Echo are just fucking getting murdered. And they're just the shining light comes with them over as they just storm towards the smoke. That's good. I, I now have those that horn section, uh, you know, just blasting the violins kick in like it's it's wonderful. Yeah. And it's playing at the same time as the handbonics. They're just two weird <laughs> epic anthems playing that are arrhythmic and don't quite match. But it's still Reginald, just a single tear falls from where he's on the wall and he goes, oh, it's so beautiful. It's <laughs> dynamite. Quinnies <laughs> I yeah. deserve this. Yeehaw. <laughs> He oh, does darn. deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> um, incredible. So, as this this kind of glorious um, uh, cavalry is here moment um, occurs, you see the, the the golden wave just slam into the side of of uh, this this sort of uh, like giant inky black wave of Kanagawa situation. Um, and between that and the Reginalds that are fighting it and the, the dynamite explosions, um, you know, Reginald, you like pull your, you do the, the helmet off thing, uh, drop it, you know, your long, luxurious hair for a moment is, <laughs> is there before it, you know, presumably disappears. Um, but just of, of the joy of having held out long enough that, that, uh, you know, help could arrive, uh, as the, um, uh, the, the substance, uh, evacuates your body, uh, and flees the light. Uh, that has has begun to shine from your armor, um, and uh, as with the the meteorite before, uh, it explodes outward uh, along its tendrils into the host it had already grasped onto. Um, as uh, Echo, the substance drives its way um, in up your nose into your already blackened eyes, into your mouth, uh, coats you. And has to contend with a very interesting problem, which is it's just possessed a changeling. It's still got the brand on it. Uh, however, it did just earn some mobility, which is going to make this hammer field a little bit more complicated. Uh, so honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing who it ends up being because there's a whole lot going on in there and it just sees control of all of it. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D 
D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dom Doms and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Spot Alan, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, OMG, it's Big Nick. D&D and Things, Norma Byers. Schrodinger's Pepper. Guy Edwards, Flea Unit. Madre de Gatos. Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain. Mithrian, Garbo Ape. Locke, Sam Schaefer, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs> Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion! Okay, okay. Yay! Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it Claytonville. And it was the rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot-toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out. It's the Four Spurs Pantry. Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You. Listening to this. Are you ready to come back? To Mockery Manor. Season 3. Available now. <laughs>